Hello fellow pickers, my name is Mike Crafton. I'm coming to you from the Redwoods in Northern California. And my name is Carl Mandrilli, coming to you from Castorot, Colorado, where it's almost picking season. Almost. Yes. I'm so excited for you to get back out to those garage sales, buddy. Yeah. I mean, really picking season is year round, but for me, the, the heart and soul is, it's really like it starts in May, but April, I can start, start to poke around a little bit. So I'm excited. Yeah, you know, you're a real big yard sale and garage sale guy, though. So I can imagine other people, all they source from other areas or, or what do they call it? Uh, retail arbitrage. That's what I was worried about. Yeah, there's, I'm sure there's other things going on for sure. So, all right. I'm excited for you to finally get back out there. You early bird, you. I have a scenario for you. Are you ready for the scenario? Yes. You know what it is? Okay. I don't know what it is. <laughs> no, I know. Can you read my mind, Carl? No. <laughs> I know. Did we talk about this? No. All right, so I have a friend. I've talked about them before. They're a couple that do estate sales here locally. Well, she reached out to me and she goes, hey, Mike, I got this tip for you. I wanted to pass it to you because it's too much for me to do. And I think I already know what you're going to say, but I'm interested to hear what you would do. So she had a rental. The person moved out and they were getting rid of 1,000 45 records out of uh, an old jukebox. He just had a room full of these records, right? A thousand of them. Okay. She has already looked through all of them and priced them and looked at what the, what there was. And she said that there was, there was at least 30 of them that would go, you know, that you'd make your profit back. So they're, they're asking $250 for all thousand of them. And within 30 of them, she saw that you could make your $250 back. And, she, and did she separate those out or were they just kind of mixed in among the pile? I think that they're mixed in, but I think <sighs> where, where I'm, what I'm getting to though is that she's already researched them. So a veteran reseller has already researched them all. So yeah. that leaves you with, let's say 960 ish 45s that mm-hmm. are free and clear, but all you have to do is store them and list them until they sell and then ship them out. Would you have bought them or would you have passed on it? It depends on when in the year this happens. If this is like I'm running out of inventory, I, I might have taken the gamble on it. If it's like I'm loaded up and I don't want to take up space, mm-hmm. um, I still might take the gamble on it. I might do something because I'm not good with the records. So I would, I would try to have them separated so I knew which 30 to focus on. Sell those 31st. Right. And then if she'd already researched the – did she research all of them? So she knew that the other ones individually weren't as valuable. Is that correct? Yeah, correct. Okay. So then I would just sell the rest of them as a lot. Say this is out of a jukebox from such and such, and I'm selling 900 records for, you know, whatever, a couple hundred bucks or, you know, whatever you want. I don't know what, what would be a good price for them. Yeah. But less than a buck a piece, selling them as a lot, take all, and then you could easily double your money that way. Right. That's because kind of, the 900 would have been all pure profit, no matter if you had sold them. Even just selling them one dollar at a time—that's nine hundred dollars in profit. Yeah. It would have, obviously, it would have taken time. You got to account for your overhead. Your, your, uh, you know, we we looked up how much it would cost for the record boxes to ship them in. It was like I don't know, two cents a piece to to okay. buy. So you got a little bit right. of overhead, but it would have been a nice profit. But yeah. we passed on it. We decided to pass on okay. it. We're in a humid climate. 
we didn't want to take the chance of them getting ruined or having to put them in a controlled environment. Kind of like, yeah. kind of like what you're talking about. Didn't want them sitting around, but yeah, for sure. So I, yeah. And I probably might've put them on like as an auction if I didn't know the price for eBay and then just taking a bunch of pictures so people can kind of look them up on their own and see what's yeah. there. Maybe list off some of the, the bigger bands or whatever, but yeah. I like that scenario. That's an interesting one for sure. Cool. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'll have to think about that. Some, yeah, sometimes, I go all in on stuff and sometimes I don't. So it just depends. I thought for sure that you wouldn't because you're Mr. I'm only going to hold on to it for a week. If it doesn't sell, it's going to the donation pile. So I would have been like, he, there's, there's no way he's holding on to 900 records for a year. Since we've been doing our podcast, I have like held on to things longer okay. because I've been learning from other people we've had on our show that those things might take a long time to sell. And so I have done that. Cool. But even like after a month, I'm like, okay, I don't want to hang on to this anymore. Yeah. So, um, or I don't like seeing like the no watchers or whatever, but yeah. as a result, I have sold some things I didn't think would sell. So it has, it has mm-hmm. worked out in my favor overall. Cool. Speaking of learning from guests, man, we got a, we got another guest on today, an expert from across the country, the picking Gilla. Yeah. And another guest that I still cannot say the name correctly on. I messed yeah. up her name on this one right. too. Right. So we'll hear it in a moment, but I actually confirmed with Mike. I'm like, I hear her saying it on her YouTube channel. This is how you say it, right, Mike? And then he confirmed and then got scared. I think he got a little scared. Two minutes later, I said it wrong. God, I yeah. don't know what's wrong with I think me. you were just unconfident about how to pronounce it because it could go either way, but yeah, it's the pick and gilla, pick and gilla. The picking Gila, but isn't it yeah. there? There's a G- Gila, a Gia monster, or no, it's a Gila monster too. That's so, yeah, I don't a, know yeah. where I got Gila, Gilia from, and I can't even say it now. Gila, but all right, let's get to it, man. Let's get to all it. Right. This is a good interview. Hopefully, something for everybody to uh, to pick up and learn. I definitely got some tips myself. So here we are. We got Heidi, the picking Gila. All right, pickers. Today we have a special guest, the picking Gila. Gila is it Gila or Gia? Gilla, yep. <laughs> Gilla, the the picking. Okay, the picking Gilla. Uh, so yeah, so let's let's go ahead and get started on that. What exactly is a Gilla? So Gilla, I've gotten this uh, question before, and it's basically um, it's just the nickname between my dad and I. So my mom, uh, growing up, she brought home uh, a plant one time. She'd always bring home different plants and stuff to plant around the house each year. And she likes to bring home different ones. And the one year she brought home one uh, called Father Gilla. And so as a joke, I started calling my dad that. I started calling him Father Gilla. And then as a joke, <laughs> he started calling me Daughter Gilla. So okay. I just so then we just ended up both being Gilla. So he's Gilla, gotcha. I'm Gilla, and then we call each other Gilla. And um, so I named my YouTube kind of like as, as a nod to him because he's the one who got me started in, in reselling and instilled that passion pretty much when, when I was really little. So. Okay. <laughs> Well, I looked up Gila, like the, what the word Gila means. Cool. It's like something that's over the top. So it sounds like that's not where this came from for your story. But are, are you like not. an, <laughs> are you, would you describe yourself as like an over the top picker? Um, not, not really. I mean, <laughs> more of like a, a mellow picker, more, more Mike style probably. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, um, I'm definitely not going to be one of those people who are like, punching people at the bins and stuff like that to, to get okay. stuff. <laughs> gotcha. I'm definitely more, um, I'm more laid back and then, you know, not gonna, not gonna fight anyone over anything at a garage okay. sale. <laughs> Have you seen fights break out at garage sales and bins? Um, 
I have not actually. I don't think I have. <laughs> I didn't know if Florida was like you know a little more aggressive in that area. Just just checking, just checking. Okay. No, they, they can be aggressive as far as that they'll uh they'll get to the sales like super early. Like other yeah. than other than that, no, they're not really aggressive down here. <laughs> Yeah. Wait a second. That's Florida's a retirement community. <laughs> There's nobody getting up before 10 o'clock. Well, what are you talking Come about? On. You got all the old people. They're all old up people like 5 a.m. Like four, yeah. <laughs> They're all oh, up like 4 true. or 5 a.m. They're ready yeah. to go. <laughs> is that your competition is retired folk? Honestly, a, a lot of it... Um, a lot of it is a lot of older people, um, but there are a couple other pickers and YouTubers down in our area um, and resellers. I know okay. of at least two other YouTube and resellers down here and at least another reseller. Um, but they mostly, they, I've seen them at garage sales. They do a lot of storage units too, as well. Oh, okay. So you, so you can actually like identify your competition, like on the spot. Are Mm -hmm. you ever rushing to grab something before they do or racing out of there to get to the next sale before they do? Is, is, is it kind of that cutthroat? Um, not, (laughs) not, not particularly my one, uh, uh, the one picking couple that I'm friends with, we're pretty good friends and we'll, we'll joke and, uh, and like try to get out of the sale before each other sometimes, but it, okay. it, it's pretty, it's pretty, uh, friendly and stuff. I mean, we always try to get to the sale like before the other person, obviously, but <laughs> gotcha. So nobody's right. yanking things out of each other's cars or anything no. like that. No, <laughs> I like those friendly con- kind yeah. of competitions between people, between pickers. Yeah. You, you do have to, um, you do have to watch your piles though, because people will, will go try, try, try to root through your pile. So you got to make sure that it's off to the side or, <laughs> or you're watching it. Cause right. people will try to take stuff from your pile with, I mean, not, not on purpose. They don't realize that it's your stuff. So. <laughs> gotcha. That's good advice. That's yeah. a tip already right yeah. there. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I know. I've I've heard that a number of times too. You've got to watch your piles. I think Carl's <laughs> picked something out of somebody's pile yeah. once on accident. Yeah. Of. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> probably. It was for sure. Cool. So kind of touching on the YouTube thing, what, what do you, is there anything that you find that is the most interesting content or that generates the most clicks in your videos? Or do you get the most, what, what gets the most comments or reactions in, in some of your videos? Um, I've typically found that it's like stuff that, um, that people aren't really like expecting. It's stuff that just like draws their attention in. Cause like the titles, mm-hmm titles and thumbnails are what like draws people in to click on your video in right. the first place. And it's usually, um, stuff like that. Like my one, one, my most, uh, viewed video right now on my YouTube is one that's, uh, in the title I'm talking about, like, don't not overlooking like DVDs or anything. Like right. That. Right. And I think that drew people in because most people, you know, don't sell DVDs or don't know anything about them and, mm-hmm. and things like that. My, um, my videos that do, uh, that do the that are least successful as I'm trying to say um, are like the thrifting videos. Mm. Uh, people definitely like the garage sale videos more, right. which that's oh. fine because that's my main my the main way I source is through garage sales anyways. Because okay. down here in Florida we have sales like year round, right? So which is amazing. I don't go to thrift stores right. nearly as much um, as garage sales, but okay. yeah, the thrift stores people people aren't uh, as interested in, in those, that content rather than garage sales. So. Yeah. And that's interesting because I thought that like, yeah, I think that I clicked on the DVDs one, to be honest, I was like DVDs. I see those all the time. So, yeah. so it sounds like if you can hit on something where something that you see at garage sales a lot, but typically gets overlooked or gets ignored that actually has some value. Like that sounds like something that might entice some people to kind of check things out. So, yeah. And also if there's, if there's any kind of like uh 
like any like drama or anything like i don't do any like clickbait videos because I, I hate that i don't like being clickbaited myself so right. none of my videos are like right. clickbait but if there's any like some drama that like make a good title you could put that in there mm -hmm. and it'll get people like i got one where i was accused of stealing one time at a garage sale and i put that in there and did you hit had you already paid for the item or were you still kind of i did okay. yeah I was I was about to show her the GoPro and show her the video. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, I, had, right. I had I had video proof, but no, she 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 remembered and, and believed me. Oh, so, that's yeah, that was that's funny. really funny. That's really funny. Yeah, that's interesting that you said that because I noticed in your videos that you do have that GoPro. So, is, do you have a chest strap? Is that how you're carrying it around? Or? Yeah, yeah, I have a chest harness. It just goes over the the shoulders and then around around the like the chest area mm. and then it like sits right, like right i think there. i've got one of those setups so i think i'm gonna start taking those to the yard cells too i'm out here in california i'm like you i've got yard cells year round and yeah, nice. poor carl he's got to shut down for the winter months it's too it's too cold up yeah there. yeah you're in colorado, colorado right? yeah yeah for sure yeah my, my sister lives in colorado i think she lives in longmont oh yeah yep that's up mm -hmm. north yeah, her and her husband, they love, uh, they like to snowboard and hike. And, they got, yeah, there's a lot so. of that out here for sure. Oh, yeah. But I don't yeah. want to get too far away from the DVDs <laughs> thing because I want, I, yeah. I started looking up. So like I started looking Ooh. at the DVDs that you had bought and then I started looking them up and I was trying to figure out, I'm like, is that valuable? And so I like, I, I'm guessing that once you identify one that's valuable, you know that it's valuable, you'll look for the same one. But generally speaking, do you have any tips about which DVDs to look for? For example, like, what I thought might be worthwhile would be DVDs you might find in like tins or some sort of specialty, like special edition. Is, is that something or am I just making that up? Um, it can be. It really uh, just depends. Typically, um, when I look at for DVDs at garage sales or at thrift stores, I typically pick ones out that look really odd like ones i've never heard before or they have like an odd title or they look older okay um and and i'll look those yeah. up and also series like tv series those are always really good really um to mm. pick like, up like yeah. old seinfeld like, like that kind of thing mm -hmm. yeah. yeah like i sell those all the time and it's usually um uh complete series is usually what sells the best but if it's if it's a show that has like infinite seasons like you know family guy or right or a south park things like that like as long as you have a a decent amount it's they're gonna sell really good like what does that mean sell really good so are we talking like 20 bucks a season 40 bucks like what, what are we talking about here um i think um my last set of south park that i picked up was like season one through 15 i think i sold it for 90 dollars. Oh, okay so. okay so you can make a good <laughs> chunk of change all right yeah all right, yeah exactly. yeah they're definitely they're definitely good i love selling them Okay. DVDs and, and things like that. that. Cool. So have you invested in one of those uh, compact disc cleaners? You know, the they kind of like sand the disc if there's yeah. any scratches. Yeah, I do have like one that. of those. Um, if it's if it's a DVD or if it's um, a video game or a uh, uh, like a series that's actually worth a decent amount, then I'll, I will disc doctor yeah. it if it's, if it's got a lot of scratches or something. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> right on. Okay. Nice. All right, so this brings us to like the heart of our episode. So we've got... Um, I mean, we can, we're kind of already digging in on the DVD stuff, but what we want to know your best tips. We always look for three. So like picking, sourcing, reselling, just anything that, that comes to mind, kind of the non-obvious tips, things you've learned from your own experience or right. feedback you've gotten on YouTube, pretty much anything goes. So what's your first one? Um, well, the first one that came to mind when I thought of that was, um, cause like I said, my main, um, my main area of sourcing is from garage sales. So right. the first thing I think of is that you, the main tip is just to not sleep in. Like you don't want to, <laughs> you don't want to get to the sale late and then uh, you miss things. Cause there's been, 
Um, I mean, you don't want to get to the sale super early. I mean, the most I usually ever get to a sale early is like 30 minutes, but okay. it's usually not that early either because it's just, I just think it's rude to show up. I do too. Early and yeah. Like people right. knocking on people's door at like 6 a.m. Yeah. And, <laughs> I can't do yeah, that. I'm not, I can't do I'm it. not doing that, Okay. <laughs> but I will go to sale uh, early unless it says no early birds. Um, okay. but yeah, cause there's been plenty, tons of sales where I've gotten to and I, and then right after I got there, like couple minutes later some other people get there and they're trying to like and they're like looking over my shoulder like seeing if i'm gonna take this and right they're trying to take yeah. stuff from my pile and and there's been other sales and um, one that uh, comes to mind and it just it drives me crazy because i actually i slept in i got to the sale like 10 minutes after eight it started at eight i was planning on getting there at like quarter till or so but mm -hmm. i Missed the mm -hmm. alarm, slept in. Um, so I got there late and I missed um, some GameCube games. Oh, there, yeah. They had. But yeah. they did. I mean, it kind of worked out because then they were still bringing stuff out. Right. So And that, they brought out the GameCube console, okay. and Super Nintendo and things like that. Oh, so I was able cool. to pick that up. But yeah, because it's just, I mean, like only if like a few minutes can like make a difference. For sure. If you're, if you're uh, sleeping and if you sleep in late and this person gets there before you like one minute and it's too late. But so that's that's the main tip. Yeah. Um, if your main sourcing, if your main, uh, what's it called? Like the main the main way that you source, like through garage sales. Um, I would say that's that's probably the best tip is that you want to make sure you you get there, get there early. <laughs> yeah, I'm like 15 to 20 minutes. I feel uncomfortable otherwise. Yeah, yeah, I'm the same. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a great tip too. So I'm interested. Do you do you plan out your garage sale route? Uh, oh, yeah. the night before or do you do it just in the morning oh no yeah i do it the night before okay and then <laughs> i uh, write so it I. I usually um write them all down on like a paper like write down the address mm. and i'll usually put like a uh the time when it starts and then i'll put the um uh like i'll put the letter like if it's in the like what uh town it's in because sometimes like i might go yeah. to another town or something right um and then gotcha. i'll number them and i'll map them out and then i'll number them and so like which one I'm going to first, second, and all that. And then, yep. Gotcha. Yep. So I definitely have a map. <laughs> okay. And then you mentioned like That's smart. I like yeah, that. you mentioned like looking like somebody's looking over your shoulder. They're like, "Are you gonna buy that?" And mm -hmm. if you're picking through stuff and you're actually not gonna buy something, but you see somebody intensely looking over your shoulder, have you ever mm -hmm. said, "What is it that you're after right here?" Because maybe I want to buy it too, just to maybe learn something on the spot. <laughs> uh, no, I've never done that. Okay. I'm very um. I know it doesn't really, I try not to show it much in my videos, but I am very like awkward and I'm really quiet. Like if you guys notice at uh, garage sales, I'm really quiet. Mm. That's just how I usually am. Okay. Um, so yeah, so it actually just happened. Um, I think it was last weekend at a sale. I was looking at some perfume and this lady, man, she was just like, right. She was literally like right over my shoulder. <laughs> just like staring. Mm. And, I was, like, and I ended up like, I got like, I got such bad anxiety. I just like grabbed the whole box. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I like left because they were only like yeah. 50 cents a piece. Yeah. I just think. grab the whole so thing like, or, or just spray like, the perfume gotcha. at her. That could right? have <laughs> yeah. spray it over your shoulder. <laughs> yeah. Accidentally. <But> yeah. <laughs> it always stresses me That's out. Right. Oh no, for like, sure. Trying to, like they're staring at me, like trying to see if I'm going to yeah. buy something. Right. It, was, it stresses me out. <laughs> yep. yep. Okay. So that's tip number one. Don't sleep in tip number two, what you got? Um, tip number two, I guess it would be. I mean, it, it would be more for like, if you are trying to go, um, if you want to try to make reselling as like a full-time or close to full-time gig, cause that's what I'm trying mm. to do and reselling. I do have another part-time job, but it's only like three days a week and it's not very many hours. So honestly, eBay is my main source of income. Um, and okay. eventually I do want to, I would do want to do it full-time cool. once I get, um, 
we have a garage out back that we got to redo and uh, move out there. So I have more room, but, um, but yeah, so I guess uh, a tip for, if you want to, uh, if your goal is to go full time with just to be, um, just to get in the habit of list listing stuff daily. Like even if it's just like one or two mm. things a day, it's just listing stuff daily definitely helps. Um, cause people will like not, not list things. And then they'll be like, well, why are my sales down? It's like, well, you gotta list, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta <laughs> list stuff. And, um, and it just, it right, helps to right. get in that habit. Even like I said, even if it's just one or two things a day, it's just getting in that habit really, really does help. And, um, uh, helps okay. you uh, progress and it's a. Uh, I guess this would be another tip but like that also like stuff you you want to make sure you're selling stuff that people actually want too like <laughs> mm, like um right but Great it's tip. it's kind of hard because there's stuff that like you want to make sure you're picking stuff that you're passionate about but you also want to make sure mm -hmm. you have a mix of of things that sell well and things like that so i definitely pick up stuff that definitely doesn't sell the fastest but stuff i love and stuff i like to sell um, so I'll, when I'm like listing stuff, for example, at clothes, like I hate, I hate clothes. Like <laughs> I hate listing clothes and things <laughs> like that, but a lot of them sell good. So, um, I'll, uh, list that. And then once I get tired of it, once I'm starting to get annoyed with it, then I'll stop and I'll, I'll start listing stuff that I actually enjoy, you know, stuff that I like, yeah. cause you don't want to get burnt out. You don't want to get, you don't want to get to right. the point where you, you hate what you're doing, you know? So you just. Mm -hmm. want to make sure you have a good mixture right. of, of stuff that that sells well and, and stuff you're passionate about <laughs> so that, that that's right. interesting it okay. is our video games are our video games something that you're passionate about or you just sell because you know that they sell well oh yeah yeah we're, we're passionate about it we have a whole whole room nice. out, like out that. there that's all full of video games so <laughs> oh, wow. cool. and we have um nice. pretty much every console you can think of we got all the consoles and a bunch of games and we also wow. have a original Dig Dug arcade cabinet and a claw machine. Oh yeah, and a claw machine yeah. in our in our house. So. Oh really? <laughs> wow. So yeah. Okay. Video games definitely definitely passionate about that. Mostly Nintendo. I like. I'm all definitely right. more prone to Nintendo. I still have my original Super Nintendo from growing up and all my games. Yeah. <laughs> so. Wait, can you grab stuff with a claw machine, or is it is it like every other claw machine where it just like it grabs it for a little bit then drops it before you you know can get to it? <laughs> So claw machines, it's funny because um, I pretty much, I've loved claw machines ever since I could walk, basically. I've always loved claw machines. It's just, it's not okay. even for the, when I was little, it was for the toy. But now that I'm older, like I honestly still love them, but it's more just for the game. I just think it's fun. Um, and okay. most of the time I just give, I give all this stuff away either to my nephews yeah. or to like little kids at the arcade or whatever. But, um, oh my gosh. and I used to, uh. So you practice, you train with your own machine I <laughs> and then go, I, I and, then, and then you're like a ringer at the arcade. Cause you can't really, yeah. it's kind of hard to like practice because most claw machines are actually set to what's called a payout rate. So that means it'll, okay. it'll only grip really good. Like after so much money is spent or after so many plays. Right. It's, oh. yeah, it's, a, it's a big scam. Yeah. So. Okay. You guys are crushing my childhood dreams. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. You're well, telling all the secrets. Yeah. So, okay. So your, so your second tip. We got lost down the rabbit hole there. So yeah. your second tip was to list every single day and to, and to sell things that you're passionate about. And so if you were, so here's a scenario for you. You're at a garage sale and on the table is a Frosty the Snowman door hanger decoration staring <laughs> back at you. Do you buy it? Do you sell it? Do you even look it up or, or what do you do with it? Um, 
I mean, it, it would depend. Like, if it's just like a generic like snowman thing, then probably not. Mm. Or if it if it actually is it's Frosty, f- name Frosty, name, fr- it's name brand, <laughs> name brand. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, maybe like if it, if it looks older, I mean, it could be, okay. and also depends on the material. Like, it depends like what kind of material gotcha. it's made out of, and like how old it looks and things. And it just kind of Frosty snowman is one of Mike's passions. That's what oh I'm really? <laughs> yeah, he's into Christmas ornaments are one of my passions. <laughs> Specifically, I know Frosty. That it's- well, Frosty sells really quick, I found out. So I picked yeah. one up. At- okay, I don't know a ton about Christmas. So I do have, I'm like looking at all the, I have so much Christmas stuff right, right. now, actually. That's like yeah. sitting up there right now. I got like some stockings. I got some ornaments. Yeah. But- <laughs> I'll pick okay. up Frosty all wow. day long. Like you said, as long as it's kind of good quality stuff. That's I'm going to buy every Frosty thing I see and I'll send, yeah. send it out to Mike, just so you know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right, so you've already kind of <laughs> given us three tips and, I, and I, you give us a bonus one yeah, on the- on the DVDs, but was anything else we missed, or did, you, did we cover everything there? Um, I mean, I think, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, as long as you, um, okay. I mean, the only thing I mean is, as you like, uh, it just depends like how much you want to do it. If you're doing it full time or part time, but having a schedule helps right, too. Right. Like, um, that usually when I get up and I, I ship all, I ship all my stuff, pack it up, and then after that. Um, mm-hmm. it's usually time for me to go to work and then I'm only there for a few hours and then I come back. Um, and then, and that's when I list and stuff. So that's kind of my schedule, but you kind of, everyone's different. So you just kind of have to make your own schedule, but Mm -hmm. definitely making, definitely making a schedule and a routine will definitely help with that getting stuff listed and, and shipped and all that. Sure. I had a theory about that and maybe cause I'm always looking for efficiency. So you can, you can give me some feedback on this, but if you're going to be listing every day, whether it's a couple items or more, I always thought that it would be better to list before you package because once you list and then you start the process of packaging, mm-hmm. there's a chance that some of those listings from that day could sell. And so then you're able to send things off faster and kind of package all at once and it's more efficient. Mm-hmm. Am, am I right on that? Is it or just not? Yeah, magical? yeah, it is. It's just um, like if, if I am not working that day, then I'll usually wait until like it's close to when the post office is closing and then I'll ship all my, all okay. my sales for that gotcha. I have. But Usually on if if it's okay. a day that I have to go to work, I'll just do them in the morning because then when I get off work, it's like three o'clock. So then I just go home and and list and stuff. And then okay. if anything that sells, I'll just ship the uh, the next day. Or- That's good advice. I imagine I imagine full time resellers they are, you know, you're selling you're selling a lot probably throughout the day. So I imagine you would mm-hmm. have to you you would have to consider those things like how many packages do I have? Do I want to list now or am I going to sell some more during the day? But right. I think for for the beginning reseller, for part time resellers, it's uh, I, I find that it really doesn't matter for me. It's just like it matters to me, Mike. Come <laughs> on, like I'll sell stuff immediately. <laughs> sometimes I'll sell things and it'll take a few days. Like none of the things I list will will, will yeah. sell, and then sometimes I'll list ten things and five will sell within yeah. an hour. And so it just well, depends. and that's a, that's my point yeah. is you never know when it's going to sell, so you might as well just package right. it up and take it out there. But of course, okay. my post office is three minutes away, so it's no big deal to do something like that. Yeah, Ooh, I beat you. Mine's two minutes away. Ooh, wow! <laughs> that, okay. that, that's part of the efficiency story there for sure. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the it's nice because the po- the one that's closest to me is actually an independent one, so I can drop off USPS, UPS, and FedEx oh, all at the same. Cool. All the same. Yeah, house, that's so. bonus. That's bonus. Cool. All right, yeah. so we'll have to move to your neighborhood if we want to go full time, and then just. Compete with you. I'd rather not. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. Those were great tips. Thanks for giving us. Yeah. They're really really good tips. I even took away a couple of them. 
So you touched on a little bit of a crazy experience that you had with uh, the lady with the perfume over your shoulder, but you, can you think of any mm-hmm. other ones that you saved for us that are just kind of crazy experiences that you had at the garage sales? Honestly, I was trying to, I was trying to think and, and honestly, things are, are pretty, pretty chill around, around here for the most part. Um, but the most, uh, crazy one that happened recently, um, I literally just went back, um, to Ohio, uh, for a friend's wedding. And while I was there, uh, I went thrifting with my, my friends and my parents and things like that. And literally while we were at the thrift store, a guy fell through the ceiling. What? Whoa. No way. <laughs> yeah. What's wait, what's up? What's upstairs? What's in, what's in the I, ceiling? We think it was just like a contractor or something that was working up there. Oh, and I mean, he okay. was fine, but he was literally just like, he was holding on. He was literally like dangling from the ceiling. <laughs> that is the wildest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Did you try to funny. catch him? Were you like, over here you try to catch him there was there there's people already up there and they, they there was a table nearby they moved a table for him to like fall down on and okay funny. Whoa. was gotcha. he all embarrassed or was he did he just kind of like brush himself off and go whoops yeah he, he definitely he definitely seemed embarrassed he was it's funny because like in in the video you get to see you can hear him just be like sorry like that's how he said <laughs> oh wait you sorry. got a video of it you're recording it when it happened yeah it was actually my um uh my latest video well if you oh, guys don't post okay. this till Tuesday, it'll be the video before that. But anyways, it's yeah, one of my recent last videos. week's video. <laughs> All right, okay, cool. we'll put. It, well, okay, we got. I didn't. I didn't catch that. We'll have to go back and watch. Yeah, that. Neither That's, right. um, we'll, we'll put a link to it in our show notes at the bottom. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's a goofy one because I'm just goofing off with some friends and, and my parents and stuff like that. But we nice. do find some find some decent stuff there. Not a whole lot, but. Cool. So you kind of risked your life by going to a thrift store. That's, right, uh, I know. Wow. Could, you could wow. you could just be walking through the door and then just get struck by a man through the ceiling. Right? <laughs> yeah, so you never know. Never know so we got happen. rats in yeah. the rats in the Goodwill bins and then people falling yeah. through ceilings. That that would uh, be great. I that's love right. It. That's right. Oh my you definitely gosh, win for funny. the craziest story that we've heard so far. Yeah. For, yeah. Agreed. Uh, agreed. Do, do I win anything? I have a Frosty the Snowman door hanger if you'd like one. All right. <laughs> I'll keep an eye out. I'll, I'll send you something that we find. Oh, yeah. Mike, we should totally do that. We should um, we should have some sort of like, you know, prizes for reviews or guests or something. Something that we find out on the picking circuit that's totally absurd and ridiculous. <laughs> okay. Well, if we do come up with something like that, we'll have to send, <laughs> send, send Heidi the first one. Right. She okay. Wins. Well, picking season's coming for me this month, so I'll I'll look Ooh, for the weirdest you. thing I, I can find that you might enjoy, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll get your address. And we won't be offended so. if you if you resell it either. Yeah, it's true. Okay, thank you. I, I don't know if I would send anything out that was actually worth <laughs> worth reselling. Gotcha. Oh my gosh. So uh, we're talking about YouTube and your YouTube channel. I don't. I don't know. I didn't follow the timeline of how quickly you blew up from 2000 to 2500 and, and things like that. But, uh, wh- where can, uh, where are you at? Are you just on YouTube and Instagram or do you have some other platforms or where can we, where can our listeners find you at? Yeah. Right now I'm just, uh, I'm only on uh, YouTube and Instagram is, is what I have. Right oh, okay. Now. Yeah. <laughs> Under the picking Gilla, the picking mm-hmm. Gilla over the top. Yeah. Cool. So go check her out. Yeah. She's been an awesome guest. Really love talking to you, Heidi. We appreciate you coming on. And I know you got, got a couple of things going on tonight, so we'll let you go. But thanks for coming on the show. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> what did you think about that? 
Dude, she had, those tips weren't, they, they were great tips. They weren't like your average beginner tips. Those were three solid tips. What do you think about okay. the DVDs? Do, are you going to start picking up the DVDs now? Mm, I might. Like, cause sometimes they'll seem like for 50 cents. So I might grab a couple. I don't know that I want, if it's towards the end of the day, I don't, you know, I might like sift through them. I don't want to sift through for 10 minutes DVDs trying to figure things out. I like her strategy, mm. just picking kind of oddball ones or ones. I, for me, like if it looks like a collector's item or some sort of anniversary edition. Mm. I might do that. I actually picked up a tip from you that I should, this is embarrassing, but I should have done this a long time ago. Um, because Yeah, so I am sometimes too, like too focused on efficiency. And so sometimes I'm just like, I got the product, path of least resistance, sell, sell, sell. Mm -hmm. And you know what I should buy? I, I really should buy one of those like CD or DVD cleaners to to clean up like the games oh. and stuff. I don't, yeah. yeah. I, I, I guess I didn't, I didn't even think to look into that stuff. So how much do those run? Yeah, that's a good. That's a good question. I'm sure they. I'm sure they're all the way from ten bucks all the way up to probably hundreds of dollars. You can yeah. probably you can probably find a medium range. I see a lot of the pickers or the resellers using those things. So that's yeah. I should do that. It's lame that I haven't done that. I, I need to get on top of that. So pretty simple. You throw it in the machine, yeah. press a button, it does it for you, and then you got a, right. almost a brand new CD or yeah, DVD. So from now on, all right. So you you've inspired some change, but yeah, the DVDs is probably my favorite tip. Uh, the waking up early thing I think is controversial because there are people that, you know, you'll have a, an eight o'clock garage sale and people will show up at like six, six thirty, And sometimes it'll work. Like those people that are way too aggressive, in my opinion, will actually get some stuff ahead of you. Oh yeah. And sometimes they, they offend people, but they don't mm -hmm. care. Mm -hmm. So if, if it works, it works and they can always swing back around and Anyway, but I'm not willing to do that. I'm, I'm, I'm 15, 20 minutes. And sometimes I'm even like helping people bring stuff out of the garage onto the, the driveway just because I feel bad that I'm there early. So to be a hundred percent transparent, I've actually sat in my car and watched people still setting up and okay. thought to myself, should I go, should I go in there? Should I go, should I wait for them to finish yes. setting up? What should I do? Well, there's so. setup like setting up tables and digging around and organizing. I don't know about that, but if they're just yanking things out of the garage, like here's a box, here's another mm -hmm. box, here's a table. I'm I'm just sliding out. I think you do that. Okay. Yeah, I still haven't decided yet. Right? But no, yeah, you're absolutely right. There's I don't think there's any okay. any anything wrong with that. I will I'm kind of on the ladder camp of this. You will get the easy pickings. If you go there, the first thing, right? You're going to get the obvious things. You're going to get DVD, VCR combos. You're going to get X, Y, and Z, the good good stuff right off the top. But I also know that I've went to plenty of yard sales in the afternoon, and I've still found great stuff at the yard sales. So it's like... Oh, yeah, yeah. It just... Yeah, it depends, because it might be something that not everybody else is looking for. So it's just been literally sitting out all day, so you're going to get a good deal on yeah. it. If it's something that... and yeah, Or sometimes people just skipped over that sale... Um, my best sale maybe ever was one where I went and it was kind of like, like middle mid range, not early, but not late. And they simply had bad signage. Mm. And so I think a lot of people couldn't find their sale mm -hmm. and I just kind of happened, happened upon it. And so they weren't getting a lot of traffic. And so their signs, like they didn't have enough signs or their signs were unclear, pointing the wrong sure. direction. Or, I mean, that's like a pet peeve where it's like they write in such small font. You're like, I don't know where that yeah. is, <clears throat> like, you know? Or the arrow is unclear. So um, sometimes that can be to your advantage. Yep, exactly. So, yeah. Cool. I like those. All right. All right, my friend. You get trivia this time, right? I do. And, you know, we brought back trivia because we've heard a lot of a lot of people wanted it back, my wife included, Jennifer. 
Okay. And begrudging to me because I am horrible at trivia and horrible at answering trivia and hate it. I agreed to it. So you don't hate week, trivia. If you're willing to do to answer trivia questions, you got to at least secretly like it. Mike. I'm willing to embarrass myself for our for our guests. That's okay. your, for our audience. You got them right last time. So I did. That's kind of crazy. All right. So there there's some softballs in here. I'm not going to lie. But What's it's this all, trivia about? What do we got here? It's all going to be about Florida. Florida. Florida, the Pickengilla's home state. Okay. Yes, correct. The retirement state of California, of USA, of California. That's right. Of the USA. All right, Carl. What is the capital city of Florida? The capital city of Florida. <laughs> uh, it's all about Florida. Tallahassee. Tallahassee is correct, yes. my friend. I'm a geography teacher. That's too easy. Come on. Come I on. You're, I think you're a, a social studies teacher. Uh, yeah, we cover geography. History teacher. I, I don't know all the capitals, but I probably know like, I don't know, 47, 48 of them. All right. Sounds good. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. So then it goes along the lines with this and they're getting a little bit harder. Okay. What is the state bird for Florida? And this is not multiple choice. It's not multiple choice. You can get multiple choice. Okay. If you I want should it. just know the state bird. I told you that they're going to get harder. Is this is this something that, that people should know? Like people non Floridians, they should know the answer to this. You should. Do you know what the Do you know what the state bird of Colorado is? I'll give you half point for that one. Uh, the state bird of I don't I don't know of Colorado. Yeah, it's your home state. Yeah. Okay. The, the, each state has like a lot of state things. They don't people don't know. No, all of them. Well, you should always know your flower, what the nickname is, and your your capital city, right? So I got the nickname. I got the capital. I know our state flower. Our state flower is very has a very famous name. In fact, mm. do you know our our flower? It's no. associated with a um, tragedy. No, I have no idea about flowers. It's the, called the Columbine flower. Oh, I love yeah. the Columbine flowers. It's, they are really pretty. It's I amazing, love... but it's, yeah, associated with the yeah. tragedy. All right. I, I don't know the Florida state bird. What, what is it? Well, you got a half point for yours. The Florida state bird is. I didn't get my state. I, I don't know my own state bird. Oh, you got the flower. <laughs> I'll give you a quarter point for your flower. Okay. Florida state bird is the mocking bird. The one that talks back to you. It copies yeah. you. Yeah. How? Okay. All right. How am I supposed to know that one? <laughs> a Florida state bird. It's a state bird. You should know all the state birds. You're, okay. you're a school teacher. I should know all the state birds. Okay. All right. Go yeah. ahead. What's your third one? All right. This one is the most hardest or the hardest. <laughs> and it, okay. it, uh, it goes along with our, with our theme, reselling theme, eBay, all that kind of stuff, garage sales. So what okay. city in Florida do you think has the most gar- garage sales or yard sales? And again, just to clarify, is it, is it multiple choice? I, I will give you multiple choice on this one. Okay, thank you. Would it be Orlando, Florida? Okay. Would it be Eureka, Florida? Okay. Or would it be Miami, Florida? Is there a Eureka, Florida? Is there a Eureka, Florida? There's a okay, Eureka. Got, in I would say every I was state. thinking Orlando out the gate just because I know that's. I think that's a big. That's a big tourist zone, but I have a feeling a lot of retirees move there. So I'll say Orlando. Orlando is incorrect. It is Miami, Florida has the most Miami. All right, Mike. Okay, that's first trivia loss. I'll take it. I'll take it in the chin. We're gonna keep track. So I'm you're you're up on me. I've got the first trivia loss of the season, but there's more to come. There's more to come.
Good. Then it must mean that I'm not doing too bad of a job at my trivia exactly. questions. So Exactly. Uh, all right, man. I hope there were some takeaways here for everybody. I hope we, people enjoyed the stories of people falling through ceilings and uh, potentially spraying people in the face or taunting people. Those things didn't happen. I was just suggesting we were thinking about them as we are going. Spray people with perfume. Yeah. Exactly. It's time to find your own treasures one story at a time. And remember, it's not reselling if you don't get up before the retirees.